0: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Take These Songs, a podcast about people and the music that they are committed to. This is your host, Madalena Martin. Hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, if this is your first time, very quickly, this is how the podcast works. I invite someone to come onto the podcast with four songs, songs that really they have a strong connection to and that fall underneath the categories of something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue. Something Old is any song that is 25 years or older. Something New is any song that was released within the last year. Something Borrowed is a cover song. And Something Blue is any song that really especially gets them in the feels, if you will. And I know we're not really using that slang anymore, but it's the best way to describe that category. It doesn't have to be a sad song. Oftentimes it is. But uh, that's what Something Blue is. Today's guest is Anna Valenzuela. Uh, I love Anna. We've actually done a podcast together before, uh, which he does a little bit of a shout out to. Uh, we did a limited series podcast called Bye Bye Belta, uh, documenting our thoughts and our feelings episode by episode of the final season of The Expanse. Both of our, well, I was going to say both of ours' favorite sci-fi property of all time, but it's really just my favorite sci-fi property of all time. Anna, I think, still stands for Battlestar Galactica. And who can blame her? That's also a great one. But I've known Anna for a couple of years now. I met her at The Fest in Gainesville, Florida, which we're both doing again this October, which is, if you're into punk rock music, you probably already know about it. But in case you don't, The Fest is a long-running punk rock music festival in Gainesville, Florida that also randomly has some comedy. (laughs) And so we go and we do some comedy, and then we watch some punk rock bands. It's a good time. But uh, Anna is based out of Los Angeles, California, and she'll talk about that a little bit and also about her comedy journey. It's a, it's a really great episode, and I'm excited for you to be here and experience it. Speaking of comedy journey, I just got back from a week of shows on the road. I was down in the great states of Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, had a really good run of shows. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling I'm still, I'm still liking this comedy thing. <laughs> It comes and goes sometimes when you do it for a job, but uh, I'm in a I'm in a kind of a sweet spot now where I feel pretty good about things. The uh, third album came out a month ago. Uh, I'm still doing a lot of material off of that. I'm not gonna lie, I've got some new jokes, but uh, now is really the time. It's been a, about a month, so it's time for me to to stop doing the victory lap and start really getting to work on this next hour, which is exciting, and I'm looking forward to that process and hopefully hopefully it comes easily. <laughs> Uh, I just, I don't want to work. I just want to, you know, the jokes to be handed to me from upon high. The the muses, I want them to emerge from the ether in my sleep and I wake up with a killer bit. Um, it doesn't, doesn't normally work like that. There's a bit of work uh, involved in it and uh, I'm looking forward to doing the work. Speaking of doing the work, I have some shows coming up I want to let you know about. Uh, this Sunday, August 7th, I'll be closing out the pirate show at the louisville comedy club it's a rated r show i don't know if it's all gonna be puns like that but from what i gather it's a dirty show and then i'm i'm doing 20 minutes at the end and i'm not that particularly dirty i don't know if i'm gonna have to like cobble together every single dirty joke i've ever written or maybe i'll just uh i'll just be a little uh a little cleanser a little sorbet at the end just doing comedy uh without talking about all the body parts and stuff like that we'll see i'll probably mix it up i'll probably do a little bit of both The following weekend, you can catch me in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at The Laughing Tap, headlining that club August 12th and August 13th, and then headlining August 26th and the 27th, my birthday weekend at Wiley's Comedy Joint in Dayton, Ohio. Those are my dates for this month. Real quickly, looking forward. In September, I will be returning to the Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis, Minnesota, an all-time great club here in the country. Very much looking forward to that. That is going to be September 2nd, September 3rd, and then uh, that's about it for September. Till the very end, I have a, a September 30th show that kind of really bleeds into an October run, and I'll tell you about that in a future episode. Uh, but yeah, my September is pretty open, so um, I don't know what I'm gonna. I, I guess I'll finally finish some of these shows I started. <laughs> anybody, dude, I don't know if anyone else does that. I'll I'll like a show. I'll I'll like it just fine for a couple of seasons, and then I just stop for some reason watching it, even though there's all these other seasons left to watch. I'm just like, nah. Like, I still haven't started the new season of The Boys, which I really enjoyed that series. The new season's been out for a while, and I just haven't gotten around to it. But maybe that's what I'll do in September, is I'll catch up on everybody's memes and pop culture references from the last six months to a year. Maybe that's what I'll do. If you want to check out any future dates or get tickets to those shows that I just mentioned, you can go to my website, which is com. Every one of those words has a hyphen in between it, except for comedy and com, in which there is a dot. So that is M-A-T hyphen a L A N O hyphen M A R T I N hyphen You can also follow me on all the social medias at Matt Alano Martin, just all ran together. Most social media platforms do not allow hyphens, so there's no hyphens in that. So that is just at M A T A L A N O M A R T I N. I do mention the social media stuff because I am trying to do a thing. I started this about a month ago. Uh, I'm trying to get one million views of my stand up clips between both Instagram Reels and TikTok. I have begrudgingly <laughs> joined TikTok, although it's 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 interesting and it's, I don't want to say it's fun. It It is definitely a type of work and I'm the type of comedian that uh, is not naturally inclined to doing social media. So I'm cutting up all these old clips of me performing on stage, which is the part that I like and I feel like I'm the best at, into little single jokes and posting those on TikTok and Instagram Reels, and the goal is to get 1 million views. I don't know if that'll accomplish anything. It just was an arbitrary goal that I set for myself. So if you don't subscribe to my TikTok and my Instagram, if you don't mind, just go ahead and do that real quick. Just go ahead and subscribe, and then you know watch the Reels. They're all short. They're pretty good, I feel like. I think the jokes are all solid. I do have three albums worth of material <laughs> that I've been able to go back and cut up and mine for these things. So uh yeah, check it out. All my social media is there at Madalona Martin. I will tell you Anna's social media handles and her website and her tour dates and all that good stuff at the end of the podcast. But for right now, let's jump into it with Anna's first two picks. Something old and something new.
1: My name is Anna Valenzuela and um I am a comedian and I a podcaster uh of 12 questions and bye bye belta what hey Madeline Moore what's up um all right we're doing it I first off I have to say that like I'm always a little embarrassed about my music taste because I kind of just sort of learn about music through the people around me um I uh I like music I like shows I, I'm not saying I don't like music I'm not one of those psychos but I always feel like I like the weirdest music or that I am into some stuff that like other people are just not into um do I listen to a lot of anime soundtracks yes am I gonna torture you with that hell no I'm a human being Uh, So here we are, Um, something old. Actually, this is literally one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, And one of my favorite albums of all time. It's one of my favorite albums to listen to while touring. Um, So it's Talking Heads. It's the Stop Making Sense live album. Um, And uh, the song is called Life During Wartimes. I feel like it captures pretty much what it's like to be a touring artist of any kind. Um, it this, sort of this like frantic us versus the world feeling this like, I only have a few bucks of, um, you know, I have I have some peanut butter and I'm going to make it. And um, I think that it really just kind of like encapsulates that that feeling of, of living hand to mouth um, doing what you love. Uh, also, that entire album brings me immense joy. Uh, it reminds me a lot of my dad and I used to listen to that cassette and, and Drive Places. And he was a very much like, you want to know a dad that wishes he made dis- different decisions in life. Um, if his favorite song is uh, Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads, uh, that's, that's very much like, how did I get here in this car with this child?
2: Somebody see you up there. I got some groceries, some peanut butter to last a couple of days. But I ain't got no speakers, ain't got no headphones, ain't got no records to play.
1: Uh, but it was, uh, it's an album that's near and dear to my heart. And I think it's one of the better live albums of all time. Um, it really, really kind of does it for me. Um, the, uh Gosh, what else can I say other than, you know, I love the song. It's a song I listen to when I'm going to road gigs. Um, I feel like it, uh, it pumps me up and um, yeah, it's uh, a total price. something new uh okay this is this is where it gets embarrassing this is where it gets embarrassing ladies and gentlemen um uh megan the stallion uh the voice of a generation the voice of women everywhere uh truly I became single in this last year, and um, sometimes Matt will ask me questions about, like, what it's like to have hot girl problems, which is funny because um, I was never a hot girl when I was, in fact, a girl. Um, I'm a hot 40-year-old, and I've been a hot 40-year-old my whole life, Uh, so now it makes sense, which is great, and um, so uh, I have to go with the new song. This was released in 2022. Plan B
2: Dear Fuck, nigger still can't believe I used to fuck with fuck you, popping playing bees, cause I ain't playing to be stuck with you, damn. I see you still kick it with them I bitches. I'm the only reason that your goofy ass got bitches. Some them wanna look like me, bitch, most likely. Holy fuck, you just to spite just me, but I don't get it twisted. I ain't tripping. I never put my faith in a nigger, bitch, I'm a die independent. If you was wondering, yeah, boy, I'm still
1: left. So I you, push push what you still. Right in between, uh, subtweets about one sex idiot to another, uh, that is, <laughs> it just reminds me that, um, I am in charge and that, um, that my time is worth money and that I don't have to be this woman that, uh, just people waste their time. You know what I mean? I have to chase anybody. Um, I can, in fact, have sex and uh and get money.
2: Ladies, love yourself, cause this shit could get ugly. That's why as fuck niggas get money. And I don't give a fuck if that nigga leave tonight. Because nigga, that dick don't run me. You better get on your knees and eat this pussy right. Before I have another nigga do it for me. Cause dick don't run me. I run dick, nigga.
1: But PG's yeah, so it's awesome. uh I I just think you know what's so funny is like Megan the Stallion is so much fun. <laughs> she's just fun, she's fun. This is the this is the music of the revolution. Like this is the music that we will be playing when we fight the Supreme Court in the parking lot uh as if we are in um <laughs> as if we're we're outside of a waffle house uh doing something crazy i should have
2: listened to my first mind and told your ass no the first time Trying to spit his nigga feelings now he think he heard mine and i'll be at work while you sleep Why is the most expensive meal you'll ever eat you ever fuck you still can't believe i used to trust you the only accolade you ever made is that i fuck you a bitch I don't
1: feel like I can say any of these lyrics uh, and not get myself cancelled in some way um, but it's a song about independence clearly Um and uh and it's it stands firmly on a workout playlist uh which is about the least uh cool like whatever cool indie punk rock stuff you've heard on this podcast uh that is not what's on that playlist uh what's on that playlist is uh music i i i lift weights to so <laughs>
2: you better get on your knees and eat this pussy right before i have another nigga do it for me because they don't Run tic,
1: nigga. yeah use a bitch. okay now after I just made myself laugh about like how much I like Megan the stallion uh, I could go on um yeah uh, Girls in the Hood anyway, it's so great. Um that lyric, anyway, that's a different song. Um, I had to go with a song that was released in twenty twenty two, but um I do have to give you <laughs> do have to give Megan the Stallion the props for um looking for my Sasuke. I'm going to make him eat me out while I'm watching anime. That's my favorite. Woo, okay. Uh hi- highly recommend Megan the Stallion, The Stallion. Uh, highly recommend Plan B. Uh aptly titled, too. Getting into these getting into these times. Uh absolutely absolutely great song for 2022.
0: Hey everybody, Matt here at The Halfway Point, just jumping in very quickly to let you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Belta Lauda. Belta Lauda is my sociopolitical reactionary punk band, and our debut EP, Unheard Language, came out two years ago this week. Never a better time to check it out if you've missed it the first time around, or go back and revisit it. It's at bandcamp.com, the band name Belta Lauda, again, another reference to the all-time greatest sci-fi property, The Expanse, that's right, that is B-E-L-T-A-L-O-W-D-A. You can check out our debut EP. Uh, it's, it's angry. It's, uh, it's weird. It's punk. It's, uh, it's a mishmash of uh, reactionary rock. And I think it holds up pretty well, if I can say so myself. You can also check out the later releases, the Another Day single, and our newest album, The Days That Are Given and The Ways That We Live Them, bandcamp.com slash belta lauda. I know it's weird to do a plug for my own stuff in the middle of the podcast, but we don't have advertisers yet. I would love for this to be a Casper mattress ad, be getting that Casper mattress money, but we don't have that yet. So just a little, you know, break up the, the podcast for a second, let you know about some other stuff I got going on. I'm not just comedy and podcast. I'm I'm multifaceted. I got a band. I got a music blog. That's it. And so I got four things. I got four things going and Belted Lada is one of them. Check it out today. Okay, that's enough about me and my various projects. Let's jump back into this episode of the podcast with our guest Annabelle Valenzuela and her picks for Something Borrowed and Something Blue.
1: Something Borrowed is going to be another kind of embarrassing selection um, because uh, it's the original version of the song is so good. It didn't need to be covered. It didn't. It didn't need to be covered. Yet! Yet! Here we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, from I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a really good uh, I'm gonna do a, a really good like radio impression. Um from the Batman Forever soundtrack. Which, by the way, Batman Forever, I don't, I don't love a superhero movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't love a superhero movie. And one of the indications that, like, I don't run out to see superhero movies is because I low-key love how silly and stupid the Valcomber Batmans were. I love it. Love the nipple suits. Love the phallic cars. Love the whole nine. But let's talk about that soundtrack that came out for Batman Forever, Uh, it had kiss from a rose on it it had uh you two's hold me thrill me kiss me kill me uh, it had a, uh, a a not great cover of the passenger but it had a very very fun cover of an already fun song uh the dams smash it up being covered by the offspring What in the world? This came out in 19- nineteen ninety-five, and um, it, uh, it 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 didn't the the cover didn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen, but um, uh, much like Batman, it was not the cover we wanted. It was the cover we deserved. Uh, I challenge you to listen to this version of the song and not enjoy it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean. Is the damn version better? Yeah, I guess. I I think that's what we're supposed to say. But I I like it. I like it. It kind of, and maybe the whole soundtrack just kind of reminds me of uh, grade school crushes. 95 is like the year shit started popping off in my life, like started getting real crazy and uh, in a, in a, you know, a juvenile detention kind of a way. And so there's something uh, truly cathartic about the offspring, offspring version of smash it up, especially because offspring at that time was inescapable. Yet the song, it played on the radio for a little bit, but it meant nothing to anybody but me. Um, I think it was the classic, uh, the like credit theme of the movie. It didn't even like make it into the main (laughs) movie. But it was super fun, and um, and uh, it, it feels like very polished and kind of like what punk and grunge were kind of going through at the time where it was becoming like more studio-y. It has a very uh, polished uh, vibe to it as opposed to like the original damned, the damned version. So, um, yeah, it's blasphemy. I thought about putting a different song in there i thought about putting the plugs la bomba because that's a song that i could get away with playing in my house it was a punk the song i can get away with playing in my house it didn't freak out my dad but um i i do have to say uh deep down inside my inner 13 year old uh was like yeah the offspring smash it up get it it's fun if you put it on right now you gonna have fun listening to it for our last collection, Something Blue. A friend of mine is a, a really, um, a really successful uh, a music producer um, whom I adore. And he, uh, he recommended that I listen to this band that he really wanted to work with again. And he knew them and um, And just kind of like he said, I I feel like you would really like their vibe. And so he turned me on to uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Hmm. it came into my life uh when i was man it came into my life at a at a very strange time where i had just gotten some things in comedy that to the layperson's brain would you would think that like entertainment is a linear trajectory and and comedy was the first thing that felt easy in my life um which is a crazy thing to say, cause it's not an easy career, but it felt natural. It felt like a thing that I should be doing and everything else up until that point had been kind of a struggle. And, and I was working really hard and getting rewarded for that, which is pretty rare. And I didn't realize that that was kind of rare. Uh, the people around me were telling me that, but, uh, you know, I, I was just obsessed. And, and maybe part of it uh, was on the back of, like, I have an addictive personality. And um, so, like, that instant gratification high of comedy was... Uh, I was really riding that for a long time. But, you know, life on life's terms always shows up. Always shows up, right? And um, I was having some health stuff. I was just having combination of like health stuff and relationship stuff and life stuff and and i started to get those like bitter insane feelings um that can be the death of a career it can just be the death of the artist right And I, I I went back to therapy, and I would go to my little twelve-step meetings, and uh, and I dove into the the Warriors album, and um, while so many songs on that album are a banger and totally fun, the song that like hit me in the gut was retrograde, um, which is kind of all about. Uh, working on yourself and, 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 and struggling and doing the work to, um, to be a happy and whole person and, and going through some shit and, and not being defined by that, but being, um, emboldened by it. And you know, uh, it's hard to explain. It's like I think I think a lot of people, um, you know, they start comedy and life is pretty easy for them—not easy for them—but they knew it's what they wanted to do, and then they they do it. And there's you know, they maybe they have family and, and stuff. I, I don't want to seem like a crybaby, like oh, I, I pursued my dreams and it was hard. It was like there were some things in life that were like, very, you know, I lost both my parents and. um, you know, come from a pretty pretty fucked up family, and I worked in drug and alcohol treatment for ten years, uh, which which is you know for me the equivalent of running into a burning building. And then I started I started doing stand up, and 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 again, my my little addicted brain was like, this is this good feeling is going to be forever, and it's never going to be hard. And when it got hard, I needed that reminder that like, we um, we go through moments that are difficult and and we do the work and we get better. to the song it was like I had done I'd like literally been told about this band by my friends as I was leaving a meeting and then got in my car and I went to therapy and I thought to myself I'm gonna listen to uh, listen to the song and um, and incidentally uh, I found myself crying listening to bad cop bad cop driving away from a sliding scale therapy clinic in Van Nuys, California, <laughs> but, um, it was a good cry. It was a cry of like feeling acknowledged and that there are other artists and women out there that are, are doing the work and, um, that want to be, uh, they want to be happy whole people. Um, so, so yeah, uh, my, my, last, my last selection, again, is uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Retrograde.
0: We did it, everybody. Another episode in the books, and as I always like to say, in your hearts. Thank you so much, Anna, for doing this episode of the podcast. You crush it. I knew you would, girl. Hell Yeah, such good picks and such good stories behind each one of them. I appreciate you doing the podcast. Cannot wait to see you at the fest, hopefully sooner. I don't know. We might run into each other out there on the road before then, but definitely I'll see you on Florida Time. Everybody, you can catch up with Anna via the wonders of the internet and all of her social media. She is Anna V is fun, and I think after listening to this episode, you can agree that is a factual statement. So that is A N N A V Isfun. Anna V is fun. Catch her on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the different places. You can also check out her website, Uh, That is A N N A V A L E N Z U E L A.com. You can see some clips. You can get a link to her podcast, The 12 Questions Podcast, which is a really, really great podcast about. Uh, sobriety and recovery, and 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 it's a bit more high-minded than the average podcast, but yet still very fun and genuine, and a lot of heart, which I think is something that it's not hard to imagine with Anna. Right, you listen to her talk uh, on this podcast, you you can see that she brings it. She has a she has a warmth and a humor to her that shines through. That is definitely the case with her podcast, The Twelve Questions. Podcasts, which you can get in all the various places you get podcasts. You can also check out some of Anna's upcoming live shows. She's got a calendar there on her website. Do it. Check out all of Anna's stuff. Follow her on the social media things. And I don't know, shoot her a message. Let her know that you heard her on this episode of the podcast and you dug it, man. Man, non-gendered, uh, non gendered, not, you know, man in the, the hippie sense, not in a gendered way. You, you feel me. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't mind. While you're shooting Anna a message, if you could also like, rate, subscribe to this podcast, that would be great. (laughs) Rate and review. If you can write up a new review, that would be great. All these things supposedly help the algorithm, help push it into new eyes, new people's feeds. And uh, we would love to have that. We'd love to grow this podcast to a point where it is sustainable, to where we do have um, an actual ad in the middle. (laughs) would be nice <laughs> uh, I love it as it is I love this tight-knit small community of listeners um, but it would be nice if there were a few more of you wouldn't that be nice huh you know we don't have to keep this family reunion just to first cousins let's get those second third fourth cousins in here too that's the way I'm looking at this uh, thank you everybody for checking out this episode of the podcast thank you one more time Anna for doing it I appreciate you look forward to seeing you again Take These Songs is created and hosted by Madalona Martin. That is me. Hi. Hello again, in case you forgot. That's me. And our theme music is by Go To Space Die. Go To Space Die is an instrumental space rock project by Dagan Thorgerson. Their latest album, Red Air Don't Care, is available on Bandcamp.com. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of the podcast. We'll be back next week with our 20th episode, which feels kind of cool, I gotta tell you. 20 feels nice. It feel like we're doing the thing. But until then, as always, here's hoping that you find music to have and to hold.